Hey everyone, good morning. Welcome to the daily drop-in morning show with the Teach Better team where we are live every single morning, Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern. As many of you know, if you watched yesterday's show, we are currently streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. So we are really, really glad to be on all those platforms. If you are listening to this after the fact over on Teach Better Talk podcast, we want to welcome you in, whether it be the morning or afternoon for you. We are thrilled that you are here. We're going to get into so many good conversations today. We have great holidays. We have an incredible theme that we're going to continue to talk about. And obviously, Justin, our guest, is going to be so wonderful to be able to feature. We'll be right back as we kick off the show. Please feel free to participate in the comments along with us, and we will get into some good dialogue. We'll be right back. everyone. Good to see you. Happy Tuesday, January 25th. Justin, it's so good to have you here. How's your morning going? It's going great. Good morning, Ray. How you doing? Hello, everyone out there. Um, it's warmer today than it was yesterday. I think yesterday was like 19 degrees. Today's like 22. So we're heading in the right direction. That's what the weatherman told us. So. I love it. Hey, give us a little bit of background. Where are you streaming from? We do want to hear about you. But now that you're saying the weather, we got to know where you're located. Got it. Um, I'm from Delaware. Um, it is a state. It's our first state. If you didn't know, um, it's not a part of Pennsylvania. There's a county called Delaware County, but um, we are a state, um, the first state and um, a proud state that's got beaches. we got access to cities and it's a fun place to be. I need to add that to my visiting list. I've never been to Delaware and I know you and so many other people that I've connected with actually are from Delaware. I need to go explore a little bit. Yeah, you need to get over here. we got some exciting cornfields and we got a hill that's pretty tall but that's that's about it so you know what that's all you need in life a little bit of corn and a hill it sounds like a better yeah. illinois version in my mind we don't even have yeah. the hill part but we do have the corn part yeah we, and then you can drive an hour and go to the beach from where i am so it's nice we got everything it's all good i love it i love it you know we're all about challenges early in the morning on daily drop-in i think a challenge that we need to tell everybody to consider is to start planning their trip to delaware you know, obviously yeah. safely and appropriately bring your family if you can. I think this could be a good morning challenge for everybody. There we go. Yeah, we can. Uh, the Delaware economy can be accounted to uh, teach better team and uh, the you know tourism industry. So I, like I love it. I love it. You know, Justin, for those people who are maybe tuning into the show and don't know about you, I would love to have you share a little bit about your background and all that you do in education, if that's even possible. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. So um, I am an educator um, at, in Delaware. I work in a um, vocational technical high school. Um, I started as a teacher, a socialized teacher in a comprehensive high school, um, and then kind of transitioned into instructional specialist roles, uh, focused on socializing ELA, and then moved into administration. And um, I started in administration in middle school, which Anyone that works in middle school knows what that's all about, right? I know Ray is familiar with that crazy world. And then um, I transitioned to high school as administrator where um, I am at Del Castle Technical High School. Um, we have our large
large school, 1,600 students, but we are a vocational school, um, which is a little different in Delaware, which I think would be something for educators to come see, is um, a lot of states do vocational technical education as two different schools, um, where there's the comprehensive high school and then maybe the junior, senior year, students choose to go to a separate school and learn about welding, electrical trades, um, some of the trade industries. Whereas in Delaware, we have uh, vocational high schools, which is your contemporary high school, except we additionally have career areas. Um, so a student starts with us freshman year and ends with a senior year, um, gets all their academics and then also chooses a pathway. And so uh, they can come out as electricians, they can come out as HVAC, they can come out as nurse tech. Um, so it's a, it's a great place to be. We prepare students for their future and really we're helping the workforce by preparing them for that. Um, it's, it's an exciting environment. It's fun to see kids come in and um, wearing the work boots, uh, going through ELA and math and then getting dirty down in uh, our auto body shop or in their scrubs and going to uh, dental assisting and working on someone's teeth that happen to come in for the day. So it's, it's a cool environment. Um, got great kids and uh, I'm learning new things every day from these kids, like um, how to frame out my basement, which is an amazing, um, you know, resource to have working in a building that has a lot of skills um, coming from our teachers and our students. I am actually very excited to dive into more specifics. I know a lot of educators in our community work in um, a very, you know, a different space than you. And I think the better we can be educated in where our students can head, what options they have before them, and everything in between is such an exciting conversation we'll have to get into as we continue. Additionally, you also have other ways that you support educators outside of your, you know, full-time yes. real job. Do you mind touching on that a little bit? Because yeah, that's you, really how we connected. Yeah, thank you. Um, so that is how Ray and I connected, and, and I've got a, a business partner, I guess you call him, I don't know, uh, a friend, a fellow educator that I worked with, um, Jerry Lamy, and um, we uh, set out to unify educators. And I guess about four years ago, we were sitting in a barbecue restaurant local to us and like thinking like, what can we do uh, to give back to education? How can we kind of uh, put a spotlight, highlight the things that we do as educators? And um, we came up with this idea for teacher bracelets. Um, and so we started initially kind of just putting it out there, you know, who wants to support educators, let's bring each other together. And this was pre-pandemic. So, you know, education's tough. Education was tough then, um, but it is nothing what it was or is today, um, especially some of the sentiments around that. And, you know, where we started was just kind of, you know, looking to unite educators because there's a lot of us, but oftentimes we hear we work in silos, even in our buildings. And so just a way to bring each other together um, and then with that, we were giving back uh, to our community. Um, at that time, we were feeding uh, children, feeding students. Um, so some of the proceeds that would come in, we would donate directly back to uh, No No Kid Hungry. Um, and so just trying to give back there. And so we've kind of evolved and um, I'm excited today where we are compared to where we are then. So um, I think everyone can kind of appreciate this idea of going out and learning something new and stepping in the world of outside of education and trying to rally around a, a cause is is something new and and not something necessarily easy and so we've evolved over the last four years and and we're actually to this point where um where we just want to give out bracelets and get people connected right um so 
we changed a couple things. We started out with like wearsharecare.com as our name, as our name, um, teacher bracelets as our name. And now we are set on this and hoping it becomes a movement just because that's what we want this to be about. And that's what we started out with. And, and um, what, where we are right now is flex for teachers. Um, so this idea of, you know, we are strong, we are strong together and um, really just flexing for teachers. And so um, really our mission is to just send out as many bracelets as we can um, to random people, educators um, around the world and just unite them. And so, so you should be walking you know, through a, a store of some sort, a Walmart, a Target, and you notice, hey, you got a teacher bracelet and I have an immediate connection with that individual. And so, um, yeah, Flex for Teachers is what we're doing. Um, hashtag flex, flex for Teachers. We have bracelets uh, similar to this. Probably can't see that, but, you know, go to the website um, and you'll see. You'll go on there. The bracelets are free. Um, we just ask that you pay for shipping and handling so that we can cover that cost. Um, and then we are going to continue through Instagram and Twitter at Flex for Teachers. Flex, the number four teachers um, to just give out and distribute bracelets and just kind of unite us around this um, cause of we are a strong profession. And really, like I started, you know, kind of started saying teaching is not what it was three years ago. We've been through a pandemic. Um, we had to be flexible. We, we were in person and we were like, all right, no more of that. We're going virtual. Um, and then we're pivoting a word that no one ever wants to use again. I'm going to use it um, to hybrid learning. And now we're still in this limbo of, you know, vaccines. Are we going back virtual? Are we going hybrid? Are we going to see all of our kids tomorrow? How are we going to make this work? And so, uh, you know, we truly believe now more than ever, um, we need to unite and we need to, you know, you know, put it out there. You know, we do matter. Our profession does matter. Um, we, and then we see, you know, you know, I will get stuck in t uh, TikTok. If anyone's on TikTok, be careful. You'll spend hours just looking at 30 second videos. Um, and once your alg algorithms get right, you learn a lot of things. But some of the unfortunate things that I see, and I understand why, is just teachers quitting on TikTok, right? They, they have videos of it. Um, and I appreciate and understand why, um, because of a lot of the negativity that surrounds uh, what we do and some of the lack of support. I remember going to a conference uh, several years ago, and me being from Delaware, we went down to Tennessee, and just talking to some of the educators from different states and just the inequity in terms of what is um, happening in classrooms and really what is happening in terms of teacher support. Um, it is very clear that the teaching profession is not a primary income earner in many states, uh, which is depressing. And, and I know for a fact that what they're dealing with in that state is probably the same, if not worse, than some of the things that I deal with. And it's not fair you know, to us to say, you know, why one state could pay more than the other um, for doing the same, if not more things. So really this idea of let's get behind a cause, um, try to support educators, you know, let's rally around something and let's flex for teachers. Um, I know, you know, we briefly talked about, you know, uh, giving away or, or something briefly. Um, yeah, I was, was going to mention, Justin, you guys have been so generous to our Teach Better community. Uh, and I, if you are commenting at all throughout our live video today, we'll be sending you a free bracelet or two or three. We have a whole crew that we'd like to make sure that we send out to our Teach Better community. So as you're watching today, hopefully you share the stream so that your teacher friends can also catch this live. Uh, we would love to make sure that we send out as many bracelets as possible. 
Um, obviously, when we send it out during our live stream, we're going to cover shipping, shipping and handling for oh, you. So you might be able to save a few bucks there. But otherwise, if you're catching this after the fact, um, well, I guess there's always a good chance. Direct message us anyway. Maybe we'll be able to sneak you into our list. But if you're catching this maybe weeks later, um, we definitely would encourage you to go to the website and check out the bracelets that way. But please make sure you comment anything you need. Comment during our live stream. We'll make sure to reach out after our live stream, regardless of where you're watching, either on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or LinkedIn. We'll get your address and we will send you over a silver or gold version of the bracelets. You know, Justin, I know that you kind of noted it, but um, we connected very early on as you were doing this project over on social media. Jeff Gargas, actually, we were able to talk about you yesterday. He was wearing an, an older version of the bracelet, just happenstance. I know he loves your mission and the work that you all are doing over there. And purely it's this concept of, you know, uniting educators and how cool is it to be able to walk around and be able to see people, you know, united using this physical representation of supporting educators. So thank you to all of you that are commenting thus far. Um, for those of you who are going to stick around during our show as we continue to chat, we would love a reminder in the comments every so often um, of this challenge that we're giving educators this morning, that if you choose to comment, whether you are commenting live with us or maybe even a few days after the fact, we'll probably be able to sneak you in. Uh, we'd love to send you a free bracelet for the work being done. So I appreciate you being able to support this giveaway, Justin. Yeah, thanks, Ray. And and also to add to that, let's um, we'd love to see pictures, Instagram, Twitter, and this idea, hashtag flex for teachers. Um, send us a picture, at us, flex for teachers, at flex for teachers. Show us your muscles. And uh, we'll send you guys some uh, bracelets also, whoever's out there in the social media world. So I love it. Unite. Yeah, I love it. I know I already see Bree commenting, Lori, Brad, we're going to be able to send you some bracelets. So if you're watching live, even if you comment with a with a thumbs up emoji, that counts this morning. And we'll be able to send you, uh, you and your staff, actually. I'd love to be able to send a whole crew out to uh, celebrate all the teachers out there in the Teach Better community. So good morning to all of you. Justin, we're going to transition here into our brainstorm bank. I'd love to get into more about Flex for Teachers. I'd love to get into more of our conversation about the uh, vocational school that you are able to support and kind of everything in between. I'm going to challenge our network here. Uh, please make sure that you share our stream, especially this morning. Good morning, Jessica, who has he just commented, because we definitely want to get as many educators as possible this free opportunity to get those bracelets um, as well. So we are going to continue to talk shop today. But if you have a teacher friend that you want to tag as you are watching the show this morning, uh, we'd love to make sure that they they too get um, some cool tools this morning, kind of like a fun giveaway that everybody will be able to, to earn. And shout out to Becky Thal, who is our first person to comment over on LinkedIn, as that is a new place that we are streaming this week. So Becky, good to see you. We'll make sure to get everybody those resources. Justin, we'll be right back to head into brainstorming. Good morning, everyone. Happy Tuesday, January 25th. And we are going to continue with our show so that we can discuss not only all the things that Justin be able to touch on so far this morning, but also get into some nitty gritty and give you continual reminders about this giveaway. Uh, Justin, one of the comments so far has been that they just want you to repeat that handle and that hashtag again so everybody can get involved. Do you mind going through that slowly one more time? Yes, definitely. So um, on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Flex4Teachers. It's Flex, the number four teachers. 
Um, I did just update it. I think it's coming through on our names. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to see that. And so at Flex4Teachers, follow us there. And then whenever you're posting, hashtag Flex4Teachers, that, that would help us just kind of sort through the pictures and, and highlight them on our, um, on our pages. We also highlight those things on our, I'm sorry, on our website, just to show um, the community that we're building and supporting. So thank you, Lori, for that question. I love it. As a reminder, we will continue. If you are commenting at all today, whether it be one simple comment of a thumbs up emoji, or if you're choosing to actively participate during the show, we're going to be sending you a free bracelet or two or three for you and your crew. So we're excited to do that. Justin, you noted um, the vocational school that you work at, and I know that you kind of went into a little bit about why this is such a passion for you, but so many educators either work at different grade levels or don't get the exposure that they that they should about the support of what a student going through vocational school even means. Do you mind giving us a little bit more detail of what a student's experience like? What's their choices as they move through that opportunity? Tell us all the things. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so we are part of a school district, New Cows County Votech School District. Um, we are one of four schools, and each of our school either has um, schools have. Um, the same career areas or a couple different ones. Um, specifically, Del Castle, the one I'm at currently, um, we have 24 vocational technical career areas. And um, essentially, students will come in after their middle school year. Um, they will apply to go to the Votech School District. You know, some students um, go to the tra traditional route. Um, and, and, and part of that is because of the, um, the high emphasis that we put on the career areas, we don't necessarily offer the advanced placement courses that students may want in a typical high school environment. But we do have honors and um, and, and your traditional learning um, pathways. But um, so they'll come in as ninth graders and really we'll let them explore um, the 24 career areas that we have. And they'll rotate through, um, get a little bit of experience, get a little feel for the instructor, a feel for the career area, um, and really look at like, what does this look like in five years for me when I'm leaving high school? Um, we talk about, you know, um, you, you potentially making money your senior year. You could be then working full-fledged once you graduate, working towards your apprenticeship. Um, and then their 10th grade year is um, when they're really in their career area that they selected. So once you select that career area, you're in it for the next three years um, and really just developing those skills. They spend three hours a day in that career area, which is an extended amount of time, which is um, amazing um, just because you get to really hone in on some of those um, you know, areas that really need developing. Um, additionally, I was an academic teacher in uh, Votech School District. So um, we kind of work hand in hand with our career area teachers. So we're helping on the academic side. We're, you know, creating lessons that um, are authentic. I think you guys are highlighting that this week, authentic in the sense of, you know, how does it relate to auto body? How does it relate to um, nurse tech? And really just engaging students in that conversation but really their career area becomes almost like their sport, right? Their, their teacher is their coach because they're with them so much. It's, it's what they're focused on. It's what their passion is. And so as they develop throughout their um, high school experience, they gain the skills. And then really our capstone for the Votech School District is their senior year. And, and our goal is to have every student out co-opting their senior year. So, so um, you know, on average, we'll have, you know, 50 to 60% of our students that are seniors outworking. I mean, there's stories of we had one student, um, I believe he was in electrical trades, you know, in his last couple months of his junior and into his senior year, 
making $32,000, which is unreal, right? Um, and not only he's graduating, he can then choose, do I want to continue down this career path or do I want to go to college and now have a skill set that is invaluable, right? Um, I, I say to everyone, like, if I could have done this type of learning environment, I would have chosen it every day. Um, whether I ended up becoming, you know, electrician, plumber, HVAC, a nurse tech, at least I would have that skill, right? And I'd save money on the, you know, the, uh, the plumbing that I need done in my uh, bathroom because I had that skill, but I could still go on and become an educator. So I think we, you know, offer, you know, tremendous opportunities for our students and really set them up so when they graduate, they have a choice. They can continue working and making good money in, in career areas that are truly um, needed or they go to college and, um, you know, they learn a different skill set or they continue that skill set with that degree. So it's a fun environment. Um, I, honestly, I wish every student had that opportunity to experience it. Well, and Justin, I loved your highlighting of the fact that you're really just opening more and more and more doors for students because you're not saying that if you go to a vocational school that you can't go to college and then continue towards another degree, but you're really building upon these skills that we talk about all the time. They're not only essential skills to be able to teach a student to give eye contact and a strong handshake and be able to interview, but you're really learning life skills. I know, shout out to all the people out there that are homeowners that have all those moments where you're like, gosh, I wish I learned how to do this myself versus having to hire somebody and pay a very, very you know expensive bill because this is a trade that, that makes a ton of money in supporting our communities. So I think this is such an interesting opportunity to be able to discuss this morning of actually, you know, like you mentioned, authenticity is is a part of our discussion. I want to get into that more as it relates to you. But truly, as it relates to our students, we are building students that are going to be such diverse in their skill set. Um, I, I think it's an invaluable opportunity that you're able to foster within your school building. Yeah, we're very fortunate to just have this set up um, and, and really to give students these opportunities, to your point, um, you know, we're developing the career area skills, but also those soft skills that are going to be transferable into anything that they choose to do. And you see a difference um, from when our students come in as ninth graders and when they leave, you know, as 12th graders. It's, it, it is amazing transformation. Um, and, it, you know, it happens with a lot of hard work from students and staff members, but uh, it is an amazing thing to see. You know, Justin, I wonder, and I know, I don't know if you have a simple answer to this, but when you talk about a vocational school, I think many, many educators who may not be familiar with this, with this space might say, okay, I understand plumbing, HVAC. These are, these are things that I've heard of before that are related to that specific type of schooling. 24 different career paths is a, is an, is a way larger number than I actually even expected. Is there a place that educators could go look at all of these different opportunities? Because when you know better, you do better. And if we can encourage our students to understand that they can do more than just plan for college, and they actually have so many other choices in terms of how they can pursue what they're passionate about, I'd love to make sure that we can direct our students appropriately to the options that they have in front of them. Yeah, um, Newcastle County Votech, if you Google that, you'll be able to go to our website. You'll see a plethora of career areas, um, specifically here. Yeah, 24. It is amazing once you hear that. We've got 24 career area teachers. Um, recently, we added, which is extremely exciting, um, especially going with this whole flex for teachers idea. This idea of, um, you know, teacher shortage is 
um, now we just added a teacher academy. So we're going to have um, students going through a program, um, learning to be teachers, K through 12 educators, and we're going to have a partnership with the universities so that, you know, essentially we uh, prepare them, they go to the university, um, get the credentials that they need. And then our hope is that they come back and serve our community. Um, and so that's an example. You wouldn't expect um, necessarily to hear teacher academy. We've got cosmetology, we've got biotech, biotech, dental assisting. I mean, you think of all the services that you engage with on a, on a regular basis, uh, we probably have it covered. So we have culinary arts. Yeah, it's, it's a it's an interesting place to be with uh, wonderful sights and sounds and smells as you walk through the hallways. Um, and, and, you know, I think even in my generation, you know, not my generation, but uh, my parents growing up, the career area vocational school was not always looked upon as, you know, the best, right? It was the kid that can't make it in the academic world. So now they're going to some separate school that, you know, isn't, you know, what it's supposed to be it's a place for them and, and they can't be part of the regular stuff well that we're changing the, the um the narrative around that and we're kind of helping people see like this could be the better option right um college is great um, but college is expensive and i think we all recognize that and if i could you know maybe go a different pathway and end up making probably the same amount of money if not more if we're talking about teacher salary <laughs> um without the um, college debt not a bad idea. Love it. I love it. Justin, this really opens up such an interesting conversation that we not only can explore ourselves as educators to, again, better lead and support our students, but truly continue to explore within our own communities of how we can support this type of work. Very, very interesting. As you'd mentioned before, and I'd love to get back into this, our theme this week is all about being authentic, authentic in our values and our beliefs and how we communicate those pieces. Yesterday, we challenged everybody to consider kind of like what their core beliefs are, write it on a post-it, kind of do some reflection throughout the week on if their actions uh, are, are modeling these core values. What does authenticity mean to you, not only in your work, obviously, to support educators on a global scale, but also to be able to support your students that you are serving every single day, the staff that you are continuously leading? What does it mean to be authentic? Yeah, um, when I saw that topic come up, it, you know, really forced me to think and reflect a little bit. And, and part of it is right. Being authentic as a person, um, which I think is extremely important. Um, do what you say, um, say what you do, whatever the saying is, you know? Um, but a sense, I also think it's, you know, that's one thing, right? Be authentic with your kids, be authentic with your staff. Um, but the other component is, and I think one of the more important components is, um, how authentic is the learning? How authentic is the content? How authentic, you know, are you engaging with the um, with students? And so this idea that it's not just about yourself, um, but rather about your students and the things that interest them. And so we've done a lot of work in the in the realm of DEI, um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, um, and really looking at how are we understanding our students' needs, cultural backgrounds, their interests, um, and really connecting with them. And so. I think that's where we start when we want to talk about authenticity. Um, so if we know our students, we can then tailor our, our assignments, our activities, our, our summative, um, the way that they're demonstrating their knowledge um, based off of what we know about our students, which then makes the activities authentic in itself. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I can be authentic with the kid, but if what we're doing in class has no relevance to them, um, it doesn't make a difference. They're not going to care, nor is their, 
nor will they learn at the at the at the level that they would if it is something that relates directly to them. And, and it does certainly create a little bit of work because, right, instead of having just one assignment, um, we're going to have three assignments that come in the form of maybe a choice board. Um, but the kids are able to say, you know what, I, I get this, I relate to this, um, I understand this, and I want to I want to learn through this method. So. Um, that's what authenticity is to me. It's, it's more than just being your natural self, more than just being who you are in the classroom, because at the end of the day, um, you know, you may not relate with every kid. You can build a relationship with every kid, but every kid may not like you in terms of everything. But if you're creating an environment where they want to learn in um, because the activities and assignments are something that they um, can connect with, they're going to learn and they're going to want to be there and they're going to come running through the door versus, you know, waiting for the bell to ring. So that's what authenticity is for me, um, creating relevance, creating authentic activities and really just engaging students in the work for of their backgrounds. Yeah. You know, Justin, this is a very big passion area for me. So I love being able to touch on this anytime we can. For those of you that, that listen to the show frequently, you hear about our Teach Better Academy all the time. And if you're looking for a way to get started with what Justin is defining as authenticity, diverse learning opportunities, dynamic opportunities to engage students in learning, uh, I really want to give a shout out to our Teach Further model in our academy. There's a free course and a full course, and it's about immersing students in themed internships at any level so that they can really explore not only what skill sets they enjoy within themselves, but also the local businesses that exist in our communities. So if any of you are interested in that, please check that out um, as a resource for you all to consider. You know, we're going to continue this conversation as we pop into some good news stories and some holidays for today. I do want to give a challenge for those of you that are popping in a little late to daily drop in. If you are commenting in any capacity today, even if you just send a thumbs up emoji, we are going to be sending you a bracelet that Justin has worked with his colleague on to unify educators. So please make sure that you are active in our discussion today, sending your celebrations, sharing this feed, and also ensuring that you um, comment with any sort of comment this morning as we continue with our show so we can send you a Flex for Teachers bracelet. We'll be right back as we get into some good news for today. Morning, everyone. We are headed into some good news stories. Justin, are you somebody who can always find a reason to celebrate? Of course. Yeah, every day is a good day. It's my uh, mantra, I think. I love it. Here on the Daily Drop-In, we do always love to celebrate holidays that are occurring around the world and even funny ones that are happening locally in our communities. So we are going to have some good holidays for you today. I will say, while we can't celebrate this too early in the morning, it is National Irish Coffee Day. So maybe at the end of your day, you know, as you get home and wind down for the day, maybe that can be a time that you can celebrate that uh, Irish yeah. coffee. What are your thoughts on Irish coffee? You know, that might be a great way for uh, teachers to connect, uh, you know, after hours. Um, I think that is an excellent way. Um, although you can't drink it too late because then you end up staying up too late and then the next day is not so great. So maybe a Friday afternoon, right? Yeah, yeah. Be a little strategic in, in that celebration, yeah. we'll say. Also, I feel like this is everyone's worst news ever, but I say this with a little bit of comedy. Maybe you can find some way to incorporate this into our day today with students. It is officially 
World Opposite Day. So for those of you who are always joking about, oh, it's today Opposite Day, literally, today is Opposite Day. Mm, that could be frustrating if our students know about that and our teachers don't. So I know. Definitely be careful with that one. Uh, it's also a, a lot of different funny holidays, one of which is National Plan for a Vacation Day. So if those of you are planning your trip to Delaware, this is a great time to not only see the hill, the corn, you can drive an hour to see the beach and yeah. also get a bracelet for Flex for Teachers. So I also, I'm just, I'm dying to visit your school building. If people are planning a trip to Delaware, do you think they can reach out to you and visit this incredible school you you uh, lead? Yeah, we can certainly set something up, um, give you a tour, um, show some of the great things that our students are doing. I love it. There are two good news stories I just wanted to throw at our network. And Justin, I'd love to get your thoughts on these. The first one's a little funny, and I didn't know if it actually counted as a good news story. But the other one is definitely a good news story. The first one being um, that it's titled, and I think you're going to find a laugh out of this. After asking his neighbor to take his trash bin out, he received a photo shoot of their day around town. So it looks like a neighbor jokingly or like, you know, asked his neighbor to say, hey, can do you mind taking my trash can out uh, on trash day? And I will tell you, the photos that he received were comical. Uh, this neighbor went to the beach, took him to um, lunch. It looks like Hungry Jack's is the location that they went and took lunch and uh, did some funny photo shoots together where he actually took his trash bin out. Uh, for the day. That is a right. big commitment to me, neighbor to neighbor. Yeah. We will tell you, these photos will definitely get your students talking if you're looking for a way to engage in conversation. What are your thoughts on that, Justin? Yeah, that's um, that's an interesting um, you know, task. I don't know if I would want to take someone's trash can anywhere with me, especially go eat. But um, hey, eat your own. And now we got some funny pictures to look at and engaging conversation with, I guess. I, I guess. I And I will <laughs> say, like, if you were trying to foster, like, writing or uh, maybe a collaborative discussion with yeah. students these photos really could be funny to kind of spark yeah. some humor but i just don't think that i could lift a trash bin all around like i would need a truck i'm not putting that in my car like how did they no. get the trash bin around no, i'd be worried touching the trash can i don't know I'm, i may be a germaphobe i don't know but yeah i don't want that rolling around in my car did they go through a drive-through like with the trash can because that would be comical it looks like they did. And I will say, I, I do live in a neighborhood that that if I walk far enough, maybe about I don't know, half a mile or a little bit further, I, I do have like a little bit of a strip mall. Maybe I just need to commit to like rolling the trash can over right. there. And then maybe I could visit some things and I wouldn't have to put yeah. it in my car. But this is still a pretty big commitment. I'm just saying. Yeah, so, so what I just heard is that um, Ray is going to now walk around a trash can to different places. We'll be sure to Look for those pictures at Ray Huger, uh, uh, you know, at Ray Huger. Um, yeah. That'll be exciting. Yeah, you know what, friends? I was going to send out the Flex for Teachers bracelets, but now I'm just actually going to take my neighbor's trash can we'll take, take some it. photos. So, yeah. Justin, you'll take care of sending out the bracelets. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, the other news story I had, and I saw this yesterday, and I'm sorry we didn't bring it up on the show. This is definitely something I think is so interesting to be able to bring to your students, whether you teach elementary, middle school, or high school. But the headline reads, 19-year-old woman completes um, or, or com completes around the world solo flight. So for those of you who may not have seen this, um, they uh, this, this woman, Zara, flew uh, 28,000 miles, uh, nautical miles, 
uh, around the five continents to become the youngest woman to fly solo around the globe. So a really interesting story, lots of good fun facts, there's a lot of science and social studies and math and everything in between related to that. There could be some really good dynamic ways to bring in that incredible news article. And 19 years old, Justin, I can't believe accomplishing that at such a young age. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, to your point, I think that would be nice conversation starters in the classrooms and then lead to a lot of content delivery um, in, in terms of engagement. But I think the whole idea of like, would you fly around the world as a 19 year old would be a great co topic of discussion. I mean, um, I, I personally probably would not be ready to fly around the world. I don't think I'm ready to do that right now, personally. So as a 19 year old, that's impressive. I think I would get lonely. I'd need like a friend to like sit in the sit in the seat next to me and like talk to me because, you know, I didn't uh, get into the article too far. I just at least wanted to mention it. But it took her. Oh, here we go. It took her 155 days. I think I'd get lonely. I really yeah, do. I think I'd get lonely. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think I could do it. And, and what are you eating? Like, what are you eating that whole time? I, I mean, I guess you got to stock up on snacks. I'm thinking Chex yes. Mix, apples, maybe some coffee. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, I'd love to give a shout out to those of you who are utilizing our good news or our holidays in your classrooms. Again, we always love to incorporate this somewhere in daily drop in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's at the end of our show or uh, on the other days it's in the morning at the, as we get started just to bring some humor to your students' lives, really foster those relationships with colleagues as well. I do want to give a shout out, Justin. I want you to share again some details of how people can connect to you. But I also want to make sure our network knows we are giving away Flex for T-shirts, or I'm sorry, Flex for Teachers bracelets today. It's a tongue twister this morning. So make sure that you comment either an emoji or a hello, good morning comment this morning. We'll be reaching out to get your mailing address after the show, and we'll be sending you some incredible freebies. Thanks to Justin and the incredible work him and his colleagues are doing to unite teachers. So even if you're watching this a little bit after the fact, um, we'll probably still be able to catch you. Make sure you comment. You can always direct message me or the team as well to make sure that we send this out. And if you catch this weeks and weeks later, maybe you're just catching up on daily drop-in information, then of course you can go to Justin's website to get those uh, resources as well. Justin, go through one more time, um, not only your contact information, but the mission of Flex for Teachers. Yeah, we're looking to unite teachers, right? Um, around a profession that is sometimes not valued at the degree that it should be. And um, we believe that if we kind of contribute in terms of creating this symbol of unit, unity, um, teachers can wear these bracelets and, and relate to each other and, and rally around this idea that we do matter, teachers do matter, and they play a huge part in, in our future. So um, that's our mission is, is uniting teachers. Um, you can go to flexforteachers.com, get a free bracelet, just paying for shipping um, outside of this uh, broadcast if it's down the line. Also, if you are watching this after the fact and, and, um, and you just want to kind of contribute to some of our social media push, um, if you go to at flexforteachers on Twitter or at flexforteachers on Instagram, um, and post a picture of you flexing um, in your classroom. We can certainly look to send you a bracelet um, and hashtag flex for teachers so that we can collect all those amazing pictures and, and, and your flexes going on around the world. Um, exciting to see um, all these educators united and exciting to bring uh, you know, some of your community into our community.
So fun. Justin, thank you again for joining the show. It's always so good to catch up with you. Again, I am such an advocate. I've been a fan of the work that you're doing to unite educators for many, many years. And I just want to give a shout out to our community to continue to get involved. Again, I will share one more time. Feel free to tag your teacher friends over the next few days. If you comment on this video, even if you're catching this after the fact on Teach Better Talk podcast, direct message me. We'll send you some bracelets to celebrate uniting teachers. And Justin, I just really appreciate you being able to donate all these resources to get teachers to feel united, heard, seen, and, and truly a part of this movement for years. So thank you so much for all that you do. Yeah, thank you, Ray. I appreciate your time. It was a good conversation. Nice early morning conversation to get us going. I love it. For everyone here, if you need anything or have any questions, please feel free to reach out. We will see you bright and early tomorrow morning as we continue daily drop-in. And then, of course, later as we head into brain break. Um, for those of you who are participating in our admin mastermind, we have an administrator mastermind that happens every single Tuesday. There will be some big announcements in today's administrator mastermind. So if you are in the morning session, please make sure you tune in bright and early and also pay attention to your emails. And of course, if you guys have anything that you need, Justin and I are always willing to help. So please connect with us on social media. Have a wonderful Tuesday, friends. We appreciate you and we will see you tomorrow.